Yesterday, I did an hour-long video where I read off what uh, a fellow fan by the name of, well, I'm just going to call him VM uh, for right now, had done back in 2017. And at the end of that, they talked about how, you know, easy it was to simplify uh, the situation when it came to the romance, the couples, if you will, uh, during that time frame with Archie Sonic. You know, they basically pointed out three, if not four, couples you could uh, focus on, if not maybe five, to an extent. Those, of course, being Sonic and Sally, Bunny and Antoine, Knuckles and Julie Sue, Tails and Fiona, um, and Jeffrey and Hershey. Or if you wanted to go the Tails and Mina route, you could focus on that too. Now, they gave plenty of examples how they could rework certain things. Like, if you still wanted to go the Sonic and Fiona route from a story perspective, you could have Tails start crushing on Amy, I guess, after her change into what she would become um, in issue, what was it, 80, 81, thanks to the Ring of Acorns. You know, basically a Sonic Adventure design. You could have him start crushing on her and, you know, basically have them both be there for each other because, you know, Amy wants to be with Sonic, but Sonic's with Fiona. Tails wants to be with Fiona, but she's with Sonic. So, you know, there you go. You know, there was many, you know, examples that VM gave. And, uh, and, I'm, and I, along with a lot of fans, am pretty um, appreciative of, of that, especially, you know, fans like him taking the time to do these kind of essays or rants or articles, whatever you want to call them. But he is right about one thing, as I said at the end of that one video, that it you know, all you had to do if you really didn't want to uh, screw up the romance aspect, the love aspect of the book, was just simplify it. You know, if you knew to an extent that Sonic and Sally was like the primary romance that fans wanted to see always be, you know, acknowledged and be a thing, you know, in in the book then, you know, that's all you had to do. And I'm just checking something right there. I mean, that's all you had to do was, you know, folk make sure that was always there, that it was always, you know, a primary part. Like, it didn't have to be focused on all the time, but make sure there was an, an acknowledgement that they were an item, they were a couple. You know, the same thing with Bunny and Antoine. If you're Ken Penders, Carl Bowlers, or later on Ian Flynn, or any writer, and you're uh, intent on keeping that couple intact without any confusion whatsoever then that's all you have to do is you just have to make sure that you focus on that in some extent like for example if you still wanted to go the route where Antron got replaced by Patch by um, Anti-Sonic who would be later known as Scourge you could have still done so by maybe having Bunny acknowledge that she knows that's not the real Antoine because Antoine wouldn't act the way he does even after getting a scar on his face or something like that, you know, from some, you know, battle or something. Or, you know, she can mention, hey, you know, this scar just came out of nowhere, which is a tall-tale sign to her that this is not the real Antoine and something is up and that they need to find the real Antoine uh, as soon as possible. So you could have had it done that way to where her romance her love for Antoine of course as we see has never you know never wavered when once Sonic brought him back but you could have it to in a way that you know it doesn't make her as you know VM put it uh, in the in the essay or in the article make her look like a hypocrite when she ends up going out with who she thinks is Sonic you know who she thinks is Sonic I should say originally in 150 but it's actually anti-sonic and then kissing sonic a few issues later for saving her you know you would save the trouble of doing that with her still you know realizing that the antoine that's there is not the real antoine and you know vice versa if you know what i mean 
so if they would have focused on that or done it to that kind of extent, they could have you know avoided less confusion, less convolutionness, if you will, and people wouldn't be complaining either way. The same with Knuckles and Julie Sue. You know, Knuckles and Julie Sue, to me, is probably the best example of a romance that you know and acknowledge is, you know, in existence, is there and is canon, but it's not, you know, like shoved down your throat a lot, and it's not done, in a, and it's not convoluted with, you know, this or that, if you know what I mean. And then Tails and Fiona, that's one that obviously a lot of fans still support, because it's like, um, as I've said before, and others have pointed out before, you know, Tails and Fiona obviously seemed like the direction, you know, Ken Penders wanted to go in. Uh, just based off, you know, what he was, you know, hinting at, you know, you know, basically putting the characters through, stuff like that. So to me, you know, if you want to get to that point, then, you know, take the necessary steps in a non-confusing, non-convoluted way to get to that point. And if you wanted to do Tails and Mina still, um, even if, even if, according to sources, it was meant as a visual joke that Penders didn't want to do because he still, I guess, had plans for Tails and Fiona. But if you were determined to, you know, have the writers, you know, have to follow through on that, then at least maybe in present time explain how, you know, they got together, but do it in a non-convoluted, confusing way. And that's it. And the same with Jeffrey and Hershey. You know, you want to focus on that relationship, go ahead and do it. You were planning the seeds for it as early as, let's say, Brave New World, which was post-Issue uh, 50 um, a story, basically, that was published in Sonic Super Special Number 2. You know, if you want to focus on that, you know, and you're planting the seeds as early as that, then go ahead and, you know, then go ahead and follow through on it, but do it in a less convoluted way. And a and, it, and that goes for all the romances that you would bring to the forefront. Some that you would hint at, some that you would tease and all that. You know, if you're going to, to you know, go in these directions, do it in a very less convoluting way. I mean, Sonic and Sally, you know, that's easy to do. I mean, you take a look at how they handled it uh, in the Sonic Saturday AM cartoon, mostly in Season 2, to where you knew there was something between them and all that, but it wasn't shoved in your face. And the confirmation came at the end of the season that these two were an item. That these two are now together, um, if you will. And, you know, you take an example from that and you use it, you know, in the comic and you have less confusion. This is what, basically, to me, Sonic Sat AM, along with the, at times, less confusing, you know, focus on the relationship between the two, is what made them a fan favorite among fans, no matter what the situation the same with Bunny and Antoine. Bunny and Antoine, you didn't have to, like I say, go the route that you did to make it so convoluted and dramatic. You know, if you're Carl Bowlers or you're Ken Penders, what you do is you go down the route of saying, okay, you know, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Bunny acknowledges that this is not the real Antoine because suddenly he gets a scar in his eye, you know, because one thing that would give it away is he gets a scar, you know, under his eye, and it's like, you know, where did that come from? You know, we weren't in battle or anything that caused that to happen. Something's up. And you could have Bunny maybe take Sonic aside or maybe even Sally aside and say, Hey, I know that's not Antoine. That's not him. That's a fault. That's a faker. That's somebody did. That's somebody else. And, you know, you know, uh, go from there. And it's less confusing because then you have a story, a sub arc, that a subplot story arc, if you will, that focuses, 
you know, maybe even in backstories to where they're trying to find out where the real Antoine is, and you eventually lead, lead, I should say, that eventually leads, I should say, to um, him being uh, recovered in the conclusion of Linus' Secession, um, which was um, Ken Pender's last story. So again, it's not, as the old saying goes, it's not rocket science. You want to focus on certain couples, go ahead and do it, but do it in a less convoluted way, but also do it in a way that from a story perspective, that, you know, as you're building towards that moment, the payoff in the end is going to be worth the wait for the view, for the readers of the book, for those that, you know, support the ship as well. Like with Tales and Fiona, if your intention is to build to that moment where they finally become an item somehow, then you build to that moment. You take the necessary steps to get there uh, if you get my drift. Or you catch my drift. You know, the same with Tails and Mina. If you, even if you put that little image in the Mobius 25 years later original run, you know, as a joke visually, but you, with the intention, I should say, that later on it might be built upon, you know, by other writers like a Penders or a Flynn, then what you do, you know, prior to that is you do a story to where it focuses on them, you know, becoming, you know, an item, becoming as such. I mean, you have a little, a teaser during the Bowler's Penders run where Tails is racing Mina. That pretty much should be a giveaway, you know, to maybe something going on between the two. And that right there could have been like the initial start. Like you're planting the seeds right there, the tiny seeds that are going to sprout and grow into a massive tree uh, known as the Tails Mina ship. You know, you're planting the seeds right with that image. But, you know, again, it's, it, again, like I said, it's, the old to quote that old saying it's not rocket science and it doesn't have to be convoluted or confusing in the long run so to me i think as i said in the video at the end of the video yesterday i think honestly if not truly believe honestly that the likes you know the likes of an ian flynn and writers that you know worked during and even before him you know i don't think they would be so uh, sick to the stomach about the shipping and the romance in the book you know, as much as, you know, he says he and others are, you know, if it, if these romances and ships would have been done more easily, they would have been done on more, you know, non-confusingly, they would have been handled more correctly, I should say. You know, if they would have been handled more correctly, you know, the a blueprint would have been just, you know, put out there, you know, for these uh, ships to, you know, come into existence and be hand and to be told... Uh, justly, you know, justifiably, I should say, you know, in the book, you know, had that all been done, I don't think anybody would have a problem. I don't think the shipping wars, as they are called, would be as bad as they are. I mean, they'd still be there, but they wouldn't be as bad and debatable as they are had these things been handled and told right from a story, uh, from a storyline, story arc perspective. So overall, you know, to, to follow up yesterday's video, I think the romances, you know, I think VM is right. You know, the romances... Um, had they just take, taken out all the unnecessary access, if you will, um, here and there with certain things, things or certain couples, pairings, whatever you want to call it. You know, if they would have done that and focused on the primary ones that it seemed like they wanted to focus on uh, initially, uh, things would have been probably a um, lot less confusing, a lot less convoluting. And, you know, fans and even future writers like, let's say, Ian Flynn and others that worked alongside him, wouldn't be so like you know unsure about you know adding romance or putting couples together in the book as they became later on but what do you guys think do you think vm um if you will has a point in what he said 
Let me know what your thoughts are down below. Comment if you like. Love to hear from each and every one of you. Live chat during the premiere, your thoughts as well. Uh, check out the Teespring store. I got more merchandise coming in the future. Like the video, and I am out.